This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Feel like a hootie kind of day. <laughs> no, I am not hootie. Jerry Maguire? Wow, that's wow. really obscure. Wow, really? Deep Yo, cuts the right there. The really? That, <laughs> man, for a deep really... cut. Cuba Gooding is in oh, the airport, and, yeah. and a, a kid comes up with a notebook and says, well, Hey, Hootie, would you sign this? Is I am not Hootie. Oh, okay. Wow, that is a pretty deep yeah. cut. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> you, you would love that movie. <laughs> I do enjoy it. Uh. I do enjoy it. <laughs> it made it sound like you put it on yeah. and get a snifter of Brandon. <laughs> Show me the money, Cuba. Mm. <laughs> this movie really has legs. Do you recite the part where like you had me at hello? Nah, no, nah, I don't really care for That's that. That's great. <laughs> I had a fortuitous thing happen this morning. So I've been uh, trying to get in shape, drop some weight, been leaning heavily on eggs, and uh, so much so that this morning I got up, I'm like, okay, gonna make me some eggs. I'm out of eggs. So I went to a uh, breakfast place, kind of like a kind of like a, a Waffle House, but not. And it will remain nameless for reasons that will become apparent. <laughs> and so I'm in there, and it's just these older ladies who are handling everything, and it just really brings home how evidently every workplace you just talk crap on your coworkers <laughs> the minute they walk out the door. Uh, so there are like three ladies working, and they're just like so nice to each other, and you can tell that they work together every day. And then I'll change the names, and then Martha leaves, <laughs> and Gladys and Betsy are like, okay, you kiss those grandbabies, and she's like, you know I will. And she, it's like ding, ding, like the door rings as she closed the door, and she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Could she sound like more of a Hoosier? <laughs> Wait for it. B's and G's. Give me an order of B's and G's. Oh, my Lord. I couldn't believe the way she sounded like trash. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like, it's me and a drunk guy. And I'm like taking notes. I'm like, keep on going. Keep on going. And a couple minutes later, she's like, well, you know, I won't let her close to the register. There's too much cash in there. <laughs> I was like, damn. She just, she's not even kissed that grandbaby yet. She's not, she's not even in her Camry. Jeez. This has got to be the original pancake house in Ledoux. It, it was, <laughs> sounds like, like it. Thinking like, hmm. It was just awesome. And also, like, it wasn't like a room full of sophisticates or aristocrats to begin mm. with, right? Mm. And they were calling her out on being so country. 
<laughs> like she she gets on my nerves. She'll yell, Gladys, three eggs medium. Gladys, cheeseburger fries. I know who I am. There's only two of us here. I, you don't have to say Gladys. You can just say bees and G's, bees and G's. And I'm like, here's what it here's what it sounds like at my breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't take out the phone and just press record. (laughs) (laughs) Roll on it. But that's really what I took away from it. I don't care if you work at a breakfast place at a greasy spoon or the White House. Mm -hmm. The second a co-worker walks out, everyone's just like, how about that guy, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Secretary of State, huh? Okay. (laughs) Secretary of State's always saying, Joe, do this. Mr. President, do that. There's only two of us here. I know who you're talking to. Don't got to say Joe. He looks like his first name is Kirby. (laughs) I think that every time. Oh, man. Although if you had told that story and left out the name, I would have been like, that's totally a Gladys. <laughs> yeah. one, of the, one of these people is Gladys. Yeah. It yeah. was really good. <laughs> I may go back tomorrow. <laughs> Get more material. Yes. Dave's like, this is my new show Just prep. Come in with like a big tape recorder. <laughs> <laughs> the, the old school one, got to press the red button. Martha, Gladys, Betsy, how are you? <laughs> good to Just, see you. I would like biscuits and gravy, please. He's like, my name's Diego. <laughs> Just set up a deposition camera so we can watch all of it. I'll take you with me. We'll all go. I'll go. Let's go. Mm. <laughs> You were thinking so about something. Whose side were you on? Oh, there were no sides. I mean, <laughs> yeah, sounds like nothing but villains here. Like everybody's yeah. everybody's the same. No, I mean, you clearly you feel bad for Martha who just left, but something tells me it's it's not with no reason that Mar- they don't let Martha near the registers. So. Martha had it coming. But also, like. if Gladys mm-hmm. leaves, mm-hmm. I bet Martha talks crap about her. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. how that works. That's probably worth going back tomorrow yeah. for. Yeah, just to see. Who's not who, there? Who leaves yeah. earliest? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enge- engineer a distraction for Gladys and then be say tell Martha, like, hey, so what do you really think? <laughs> what I like is on this show, like if one of us would be gone from Studio B, we definitely wouldn't talk about that. No, we're no. the oh, exception. Never. Yeah, yeah, we never yeah, do we're that. We're the exception. No. no. We do it all on air. We're like, oh, That's Ron a good just point. said. Last week what must have idiot. been a fun week for you. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> jerks. Yeah, we talked, <laughs> man, nothing but rumors. Every day was like, it was. it's so much calmer when he's not here. Oh. oh my gosh, it was so much calmer. Oh, I know what you say when I'm not here. It's fine. It's, it's earned. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> On all I find holy, let me tell you what happens when you're not in the I studio. Know. Normalcy. No, nothing. <laughs> when you leave and it's just me and Rage, you can hear a pin drop. In fact, we have our own sign language like twins teach each other. <laughs> You guys are just like over here, just. We all very specifically when you're when you take a day off, Kevin. We just ha- try to have like a quiet oh, yeah, yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you earned it. It's like that thing Aaron Rodgers did. Yeah, like we, yeah. Yes. We turn all the lights off and just don't <laughs> say anything. Yeah. retreat. Yeah. Well, it's just a well earned like, break. And we're just like just just soak it in. Well, you guys get one of those quiet days next Wednesday. Uh oh. No, plan ahead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, bring bring the the uh, the uh, sun blocking shade. You can have a really nice experience. Oh man. <laughs> I felt like the bully got transferred to a different school. <laughs> wow. <laughs> was sick. wow! What in oh, the hell? <laughs> All you did and was have COVID. Hey, you know wait what? a minute. How do you even know that reference? <laughs> oh, I don't know. And you know, here's it was when her sister you get went transferred to live with in homeschool. I, I 
went to first and second grade. Yeah. Here, here's my naive. For being too social. <laughs> That's right. My naive ass over here. When you're talking about that, I'm thinking, yeah, Kevin is kind of like, oh wait, me, <laughs> me. Yeah. I thought the same thing if it helps. <laughs> it's, awesome. it's a different kind, but it's probably fair. I didn't because Kevin, <laughs> Kevin looks yes like you know thousands and thousands of years ago, God was sitting there. <laughs> And he was like, you know what? I'm going to invent a bully. <laughs> what should he look like? And then he just created Kevin. Short hair. He's kind, you know what he is? He's, kind of, he's the combination of the two bullies from uh, Christmas Story. The tall yeah, yeah, one yeah. Yeah, yeah. and the short one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they just yeah. like combined them together. The red hair yes. of Scott Farkas, but yes, really Farkas. kind of the build of the little toady. <laughs> and the little guy. Yeah. Yes. What was his name again? Got me. I forget. I don't know. I don't know. You should wear one of those hats. <laughs> should be the, oh, the paper boy hat. Yeah, what's it? Yeah, is that what that is? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you truly should. I'm gonna. <laughs> just give up. Just give up on all things. <laughs> <laughs> Drive that Camaro with a backward tangle I mean, hat on. <laughs> I mean, I've given up on most things related to that. So. Get, a, get a bigger spoiler. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's the play. Oh, Lord. Well. That's enough show. <laughs> Good day. Nice work, fellas. <laughs> now, Kevin we, is kind of a bully, isn't it? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute? Wait, I was talking about here. me? You know Chris was at home suffering from COVID all last week. Like, I bet they missed me. So. <laughs> <I know. laughs> he kept so asking sad. me, how much did you miss me? And I would just, like, smile back. <laughs> I was just like, ah. How bad was the COVID this time? Uh, it felt like a sinus infection. Ah. Like I had it last time. It's never been, you know, down in the lungs, you know. Yeah. It, so I've never been worried about it. Yeah. So I don't know if that's just how it is now or just how it is for me. I know it's different for everybody, but it wasn't that bad. I was afraid. I had it last night. The last two nights, I didn't sleep well. And last night, I was feeling so bad from not sleeping that I thought I had COVID. I really thought, okay, tomorrow morning, going to get up, you're going to take a test. And I went to bed last night at 8 p.m. Oh. And I finally stopped getting texts from my friend Andrew at eight thirty four p.m. Yeah. Did, did you? Could you tell? I could. That's why could I you? kept. That's why I kept saying like, "Sorry, last, last, last thing for yeah. real." He <laughs> would. He would give me a paragraph. I'd be like, "Cool." <laughs> <laughs> He'd give me another paragraph. I'd be like. Sounds good. So, so when Dave says you didn't cool. give him the uh, thumbs up, well, I was so close to the thumbs up. Here's what I here's what I knew was bad because I he, Dave will say cool sounds good or sure, and those are like the affirmatives, right? Those are like the yeah, all right, whatever sounds good, let's do it. And uh, you hit me with an okay after mm. one of them, and I I yeah. never gotten that from you before, and I was like, oh, he is annoyed, annoyed <laughs> that I am bugging, I am bugging him in the middle of something. <laughs> well, it was I was also playing into it. You, only the guys in the studio can see, but I'm laying in bed and I have my phone <laughs> on my chest because I know he's not going to stop texting, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I know what's coming, and yet I was leaning into it like it would go ting, and I'd be like, gee, dee it, and then you know, like okay, and then I'd put it back <laughs> on my chest. <laughs> I could have just said, like, dude, I think I might have COVID. I'm, I'm trying going to, to sleep. bed. But it felt better to feel the rage. Yeah. <laughs> feel yeah. a little persecuted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Why is he bothering me? Why does he care about my show? I texted Steve a series of texts yesterday, and he didn't respond. I oh. like five or six texts, and he just responds, Stop it, I'm working. <laughs> if you guys if you guys had stone cold. If you guys saw the visual representation it, of working. what I sent Dave last night, stop it, leave me alone would have been an appropriate response and I would not have been upset. I kept I kept going like last thing and then I go, wait, wait, last last thing. 
But wait, I wait, wait, last, last, last thing. I saw the text Sammy was sending, and it was one word send, another word send, another word send. Send it all in one text. Stop it! I'm working. I'm your work, though. Why do people do I'm that? Your work. Good job. Are, are you? Are any of you those people who uh, will send one sentence in a text and then think of the next sentence and then send that one and then instead yes. of all just in one paragraph? Sometimes. Yes, Sometimes. very much so. I have heard, I found out like a year ago that double texting is not the cool thing to do anymore where you send two consecutive texts in a row. Hmm. I always, I'll send like nine consecutive texts in a row. I don't I mean. I've learned one thing. Uh, being friends with Trish Gazelle, here's a tip. Never send two texts in 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> like Why are saying, you blowing up my phone? You'd send her a text, she answers. <laughs> and you send her another one, and it'd be like, I talked to you two days ago. <laughs> I don't understand why you're blowing me up. Yeah. What are you, obsessed with me? <laughs> this is what people do. It reminds me of, I went uh. to Dad's Weekend. Uh, at Mizzou when Nick was there, and everyone was just obliterated, and and Nick was obliterated beyond any of them, and I was upset, and I wasn't prepared to see my son that drunk, and then he said something to me that really stuck with me. He turns to me and he goes, "Dad, this is the standard," <laughs> and I remember just going, "Well, I can't really argue with that. Like, I don't live here. I don't know what this is. What's, you know what I mean?" This is the standard. And that's how Trish is with texting. It's like, "This is the standard." Once every three days. <laughs> so, show of hands, whose era is this? Like, this is my era. Yeah, this is me too. Andrew, High you too? I would call it. Yeah, this is my when I was a kid, like elementary school, like grade school. This is yeah. This was like huge on the radio, and I I listened to like adult contemporary growing up for some reason. I remember going on a vacation with Nick and his mom's family when he was a baby, and this was big. So that would have been like Nick was born in '95, so yeah, late '90s. Yeah, yeah. that about tracks late '90s. Had a buddy who worked at like AJ Edwards, and they handled all of Hootie and the Blowfish's money, and he never like broke any rules, but he's just like, wow, yeah, like they sold, and no one ever fessed up to buying one of those albums. I don't know who, <laughs> who bought all those Hootie albums, but no one ever said they did. That that first one was like, I still think it I huge, think it's still one of the Crack top selling win- albums window, of all yeah. time. Uh, you know how it's national this day or that day? Mm-hmm. It's two days today. It's it's Happy World Radio Day. Oh. And National Pancake Day. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. I got the over-under on pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> Which would you rather have today? <laughs> it's crazy we all had a bigger reaction to Pancake Day. Radio yeah, Day, we were like, right. oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> we all went, Ooh, Do you know anybody hate, does not like pancakes? Uh, Kevin, I think, right? Kevin. What? I just wanted to set him. Up. I wanted to set him up and watch him get so mad. He had his head on the. Floor. I love all the pancakes. <laughs> we believe you, Wheels. Don't worry. Man, slander. <laughs> I know, but you can understand why he would think that. I mean, yeah, I am the contrarian. Yes. You, Amy, do you eat pancakes? Yeah, you just agreed with him. Yeah, I love pancakes. <laughs> Not really. You well, do? this one came to a screech. <laughs> <and hard. laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, there's, her ne- there's her next Murrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pancake saw, guys. We call this one, Yes, I Love Pancakes. <laughs> I wanted to push back on something you said, Wheels, yesterday, and I may have misunderstood. Okay. But I felt like you were normalizing Travis Kelsey's uh, uh, attack on his coach, Andy Reid. 
And I think the guy's a bag of crap, at least when it comes to that. I don't care if it's a Super Bowl. I don't care if you're Travis Kelsey. I don't care if you're dating Taylor Swift. There's, It's the biggest broadcast maybe ever in the country. There are literally tens of millions of kids watching and young athletes. How dare you run up on your coach screaming at him, physically almost knock him over so that you can get the ball? You're not that important, and if you are, you're a bigger a-hole than you are a good football player. I'm so disgusted. I'm so dis- I mean, now I'm gonna get now I'm gonna get personal because it doesn't matter what he wears, but he shows up wearing like 18 Louis Vuitton bags carved into a dress. It's like you think you're so friggin' cool, and that's fine. You can be as cool as you want to be, but when you're on the gridiron, you act like a professional. And the way that he did that, if Andy Reid would have stumbled and fallen over, mm-hmm. which he easily could have, I just think that that was one of the worst moves I've ever seen a professional athlete make. Yeah, I think I think he's wrong. Like, Travis Kelsey is in the wrong. He did the wrong thing. He was being a giant brat. Um, I Andy Reid didn't give a crap. Why should the rest of us? Andy Reid acted like he didn't give a crap. No, Andy Reid in the moment went at Kelsey and pointed to the bench and said, get over there. That shouldn't matter. I mean, it, like, this happens. I've seen Tom Brady do that. I've seen Michael Jordan do it. Then they're all a-holes. I'm just saying, and like, this, this, is, this is the world of sports. And it shouldn't be. Well, I mean, it shouldn't be, but how do you how do you regulate that? What would that? you do if it happened to you? I would first of all depends on the circumstance. Probably what Andy Reid did, which is you go sit over there. I'll tell you when you're going to play. Now I got to go back to coaching again. That's what I would tell him. And if he if it was a problem, then he doesn't go back in the game, and eventually he gets Ron cut. Jane, were you in this? Well, I would. Um, I I think the bumping into the coach is the problem. Lots of guys yell at the coaches on the sideline. Yeah. They're heated. They're seeing things on the field maybe the coach isn't seeing on the sideline. That I understand. But as soon as you run up on him and almost knock the guy over, you've lost that. Like, I don't I don't care yeah, watching a player. Yeah, if a player yells at a coach, big deal. That happens all the time. But it's the bumping. I, yeah. I, mean, I think, you that, think was that was way on too far. Mm, He's I think a he lost control. Athlete. He lost control he of himself. Control That's how he you, runs up on a person? You guys have watched sports, right? You haven't yeah. seen players and teams and coaches for I've seen coaches and players fist fight. Well, even, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. A lot of, you know how many people are gonna get raped today? Is it okay because a lot of people get raped? That is you know how many not people the same get thing. murdered? You know how many people okay, physical assault? It's not the same thing. So it's okay if it's an athlete and a coach. No, when you're putting someone into the position where number one, you are in a high pressure environment. High intensity. And you're a professional. So as an example, the way I would compare this would be somebody who is serving as a soldier who who crosses the line, but not like in the big way. Not like I'm going to murder a whole village, but like accidentally goes too far because you're in the middle of a fight. It's not exactly the same thing, but it's that kind of feeling. That's farther People away lose. than the rape analogy. Let's talk to Doug here on line one. Hello, Doug. Go ahead. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. I love your show, but I lost. I called the show yesterday. I lost a lot of respect for Kelsey. You don't bump your coach. That's your man. And I just couldn't believe it happened. Yeah, I was. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't accept any of the excuses. I don't. I don't accept any of the normalizations. I know it happens, but being on the Super Bowl and being Travis Kelsey, knowing everything that you're going to do, especially now, will be shown. Control yourself. You're a professional. Control yourself. We have to control ourselves, right? He's quiet. That's bad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, last thing. <clears throat> Travis Kelsey's temper and the fact that he can't spell the word squirrel is a bad combo. <laughs> the Swifts may just want to take some time with it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I just now found out about the squirrel thing. Yeah, I thing. didn't see it either. I have no idea what oh, this is. S-Q-U-I-R-L-E? Is that how he spelled it? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's a tweet from 2011, and he said, I just gave a squirrel a piece, P-E-I-C-E. He can't spell P-C either. A piece of bread, Look. and it straight smashed all of it. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Look. <laughs> what year was that? I am... 2011. So what was he, like, college? Uh, yeah, it must have been. I am all for uh, digging up old tweets like that. That's awesome. Those are the old tweets I want. Squirrel. That's awesome. How, how hammered do you think he was when he tweeted that? I don't know. Uh, it was 4.30 in the afternoon in the spring, so. He had the best, he has the best uh, uh, old tweets from around that. Like, around that age, like, 17, 18. There was one about, like, going to Olive Garden and eating all the breadsticks. Uh, there was the. Uh, there was one from the Super Bowl. Somebody retweeted, and so did I. It was about like I love Super Bowl commercials. I'm gonna start slapping people's heads. Pretty bad out is it Amazon? Oh yeah. So Amazon uh, is facing a lawsuit right now because they're charging people. They're making you watch ads. Um, there's an ad tier now with Prime Video. So oh. for the longest, it was just like, oh, you pay yeah. for Amazon Prime, so you get to watch all these shows and movies for free. Well, now they're they're turning on ads, and uh, they're it's being obnoxious. Sued. Mm-hmm. And okay, uh, help me out. So I have Amazon, yeah. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Does that mean I will start getting ads unless I yep. go to a Prime Prime? Correct. Yep. This Bezos it's like guy. an extra three <laughs> bucks a month, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, nothing it's, crazy, but it's like we already pay this much for Prime, right? And you give us this. It's how can you a- offer this extra service and say like, oh, this is great. You get all these free movies and shows. Except now you got to watch an ad. Like, why do they just keep taking things away? I just all the time? watched. Uh, well, Bezos is clearly hurting for money. <laughs> right. Uh, the the Matt Damon how you, movie. How do you even close your eyes to sleep? 
You know? I, yeah. I mean, you got you Elon, don't care about you Elon on Twitter putting porn ads up so he can scrape <laughs> pennies off the sidewalk. Right. Wait, what? Elon's the new. I mean, the two of these guys. Are you killing? I mean, yeah. are you kidding me? The ads on Twitter are awful now. They are unbelievable. At the Billionaire Club, they're going to start making Elon dance for a million dollars or something, you know? Like in the old days when a guy needed a drink and he'd be like, dance for it. They got an ad on there right now that's got a community note that says, this ad is stealing video from the Golf Channel and it's passing it off as its own and it's a counterfeit product made in China. Mm-hmm. And that ad is still running right now. I mean, it is still there. So Elon's got to scrape the pennies and Bezos can't keep his hands out of our bank accounts and by the way, what, uh, he's being sued for this, right? Yeah, so uh, it, he's being sued because it's breach of contract and violations of state consumer protection laws. Because I, we've yeah. all signed this contract yeah. saying we get all this stuff and now they're changing it on us. I, I would I, agree that if he's changing it for people who sign up now, fine. Yeah, that's but fine. But we all signed up for something else and you're changing right. the terms of the agreement, which is what the suit is. I just watched uh, uh, Stillwater, the movie with Matt Damon, and it was the first time that I've experienced that. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Well, with and commercials I, in it? Yes. So <sighs> I thought that it was going to be like a minute of commercials at the like, beginning. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. It, and I forgot about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I go, why did we just stop for a commercial? <laughs> I'm paying for Prime. What are we talking about here? But yeah, it's it can, sucks. Can I start another fight? Um <laughs> And I'm, it's not really a fight for me because I don't have a strong opinion. But I see that the He Gets Us Jesus ads are very controversial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. at bare minimum, a lot of people are saying, like, wow, you could feed a lot of people with $14 million. Mm-hmm. Um, AIM, thoughts? I mean, there was a Rolling Stone headline. It's like, this evangelical company wants to convert you on Super Bowl. I'm like, well, yeah, first of all. Did you look up the definition of the word evangelical? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. It'd be weird if they didn't, quite honestly. Uh, and I mean, they're pretty benign, right? Showing people, washing people's feet. Um, Rachel and I talked about this. We both grew up with feet washing. Like mm-hmm. in our churches. Oh, we did. Oh, really? I didn't, no, like, I didn't go that. to church at all until I was a, a high schooler. Then uh, I okay. became a Christian. I went to an assembly of God. You couldn't walk anywhere without getting your feet washed. Really? Same <laughs> for her. And <laughs> so that commercial to me, it was like, oh, look at that. Foot, feet washing. But I think for a lot of people out there, that was no, very but you, strange. You read about it because, right, the famous Bible stories of Jesus washing the feet um, of people and of his disciples. And they're like, what? Because... He is. He's serving us. So it, they're pretty benign. Um, you know, Hobby Lobby, I guess, is the one behind the He Gets Us, which is fine. And you could say, oh, you could feed a lot of people. And it's like, okay, well, so could Taylor Swift with her jet. And maybe they think if there are people who are hurting and looking for faith, looking for help, that maybe this commercial could help somebody. I mean, you can but, argue your way out of anything. I just think of all that's out there. People are not the biggest problem. Not the biggest yeah, problem. Like, and again, this evangelical Christian company. And just like when the New York Times and wrote this whole quote unquote hit piece on Amy Coney Barrett. Here's what she believed. We found a Bible and opened it up, and this is what it says. Well, obviously, it's just here's the thing. In this country, you can be whatever you want to be. You can believe in your faith. You can have a religion, so long as you don't think it's true. And so long as you don't take action on it, you can believe in the Bible, uh, okay, but on. don't but don't believe that it's true because that's when people start to really hate on you. Like, oh my gosh, look what they believe! It's in the Bible. All right, it's first of all, you're ducking the question by saying there are bigger problems in the country than this. No, I'm uh, saying I don't have a problem with it. I answered the question. If they want to spend their money on that commercial and then they think it helps people and it's an evangelical belief, 
Make the commercial. However, it's a super like false equivalency to say Taylor Swift could help a lot of people too, because T- Taylor Swift has never said uh, a big part of my life is helping people and uh, being charitable and feeding people the needy and hungry. Okay, let's forget Taylor Swift. Hobby Lobby. Let's say they said that. I don't know. I guess they maybe they did say that. If they think they can help people, if they think the commercial helps people, I have no problem with it. It's weirder that people are weirded out by it. So they would rather, though, take the gamble that something might help someone versus $14 million absolutely helping someone by making that food or clothing or shelter. Well, if I, mean, Hobby I think Lobby the, I think the problem million, comes they're going to spend it on uh, like ancient yeah, the, pro- the, problem, the problem comes in what your message is. If your message is this person, Jesus who was all about the poor, who was all about give up your earthly goods, who was all about help the least of us, mm-hmm. that should be the goal of what you're doing, I guess not this, selling this a product not to other people. They're not asking. They didn't ask for donations. This is their money, their company. They can use it how they want. I have no problem. I can think of a million different frivolous ways. And what what is interesting to me, again, is that, why this doesn't count as potentially helping people. Listen, I'm not the one pushing for a commercial. It just doesn't bother me that they decided to use their money to make this commercial if they think it reaches people. Let me go back to something you said. That was really interesting. Uh, Amy just said, in this country, you can believe in anything you want, any religion you want, believe in Jesus, unless you actually believe it. Yes, 100%. That's really interesting. And I would push back on that, too. I think the the, the pushback is you can't. They're both pushing back. And Amy, I don't mean you. Oh, it's not. Trust me. (laughs) That's part of the. um, I want to be clear. That's what I'm saying. I'll be clear, Amy. (laughs) I'm not persecuted. Hold on. Amy, I want to be clear. I don't mean you and what I'm about to say. Because you are not like what I'm going to say. But there are a lot of people who use their beliefs and their religion to make other people change their behavior, to not allow people to get married or to not allow people to do things. You are not like that. And there are a lot of most of my family is very religious. They are not like that. But the problem is too many people like the Hobby Lobby guy. What does he do aside from this? He funds anti-LGBT and anti-abortion uh, causes. Now, that's fine. He believes that, but it's it's affecting someone else's life. That's the pushback. Your beliefs cannot be used to tell someone else they have to follow your beliefs. That's the pushback. And you are not like that. But you could say this. Like if people say, oh, I believe in traditional marriage, as scripture says it. Well, I would say a lot of people wouldn't want to say that because they're afraid that they'd be labeled as, you know, uh, anti-LGBT when they're not. They're like, well, I'm believing their own scripture. They're not stopping, you know, legal marriages. There's a lot of people who feel that way. And I think the issue is here. There is so much that's done and corrupted under the name of religion, and I get it. I feel like most of my life is saying so much is done under the banner of Christianity (laughs) that is not actually biblical. Um, And in the same way that there's been a lot of things done uh, under the names of other, uh, whether it be a, a charity or a mission or whatever it may be. But the thing is, ultimately, I do think that when it comes to scripture, there's always this surprise that someone actually believes or acts on what they believe to be true. And I think at the very least, if we're going to grant freedom of religion, we should allow people to believe that it's true. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't think people maybe I'm wrong. You guys in the room tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think the anger is what people believe. It's about what they do. 
If your actions are being used in a way to keep other people from living a life in any other way, then that, then that's not okay. Just like it's not okay for me to say Christians should live like I think. Of course they should. Believe they should whatever live. you want yes. as long as it doesn't affect me. Just don't don't make. And I'm not ta- again. I'm not talking about the smart good people. Amy is smart. She is good. But this this group that we're talking about that funded these commercials, they lobby for laws that will prevent people from living their lives as they are. It's their hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I should just go to break there. I'm, I'm, that was really good. I'm really sorry. Uh, Daryl on line one. Daryl, thanks for calling in. Go ahead. Hey, I'm completely with Amy. It's their money to spend however they want to. If you want to go biblical, maybe they're saying we're taking the message that we believe for the highways and the hedges, and we're, but we don't even have to go down the weeds of that road. Everybody had a message on Super Bowl Sunday. I wasn't offended by anybody's message. You know what? The sooner we learn to accept our differences, we'll be okay. Thanks, Daryl. Good. good thought. It's I, their hobby. That's so good, I'm not dude. jealous of people very often, but that was a good line. <laughs> dude. Andrew, I feel like up. you have more to say. No, I just, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with Amy saying that you can believe whatever you want as long as you don't actually believe it. I think we are a country that is pushing so unbelievably hard uh, against any possibility of that happening that we're pretty much run by evangelicals and, you know, the constant uh, chorus coming from the Congress about how we are a godly nation and we're a Christian nation and we're innate. We, we, there's no such thing as separation of church and state. In fact, the church should run the state practically is what, you know, uh, a lot of especially the farther right caucuses believe. I think it's uh, I think it's a bit silly and a bit so uh, you playing would, the victim you would to say. And then equate uh, people who actually believe what they say they believe with people who are being too pushy and controlling and trying to change others. Is that what you're saying? In yeah, essence? I think those things go one and the same. Yeah, and I would disagree strongly because I would say. Uh, a lot of those people have no idea what they're talking about. They're not, like I said, the word Christian is such a giant umbrella um, that sometimes I just say, like, I believe the Bible. I believe in Jesus um, as my Savior. And I don't even like to use the word Christian because so many people do things under the guise of Christianity or under the guise of religion that is not biblical. I think it's why it's important um, to know exactly what you believe um, biblically. So I, I get that perception, but I will say a lot of the pushback too, and you know, in the Bible, I always say, um, Jesus is the most offensive person to ever live. Like he wasn't a good man. He said he was God, right. And that he was the only way. And a lot of people will say that is really, really arrogant. Christians are so arrogant. They believe Jesus is the only way. I'm like, well, that's, it's kind of what Christianity is. Like right? C.S. Lewis said. Yeah. Liar, lunatic, or Lord. Yeah. He's either a liar because he said he was God and he knew he wasn't. He's a lunatic because he said he was God and he thought he was God, but he wasn't. Or he is who he says he is. There's no room for equivocation. So and then so, how are we to differentiate? Because there's a difference between believing that personally and getting in a conversation and then having Ted Blanking Cruz saying whatever he's saying on the Senate floor so he can get a Fox News um, highlight. And I think it's important to delineate between the two. It's why it's important for people who truly are believers to live their lives, because I spend a lot of my life uh, trying to say anyone can leverage anything, money, power, and religion. God, and- just imagine if Travis Kelsey would have ran up on Andy Reid trying to witness really aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> that would have driven people nuts. That's what he was yelling. He's the Lord! Repent! Repent! 
<laughs> then you would have gotten more criticism. Oh, well, then he looked like a tie, Ronch. Let's just listen to Bush. <laughs> Gavin will make everything better. Man, have you guys seen the image? This one really got me. Are you guys familiar with Challenger Deep? Yeah. It's the, the, the very James deepest Cameron. part of oh, the yeah, yeah, Mariana yeah, yeah. Trench. Yeah. No, it's like... It's the, it, it is literally the most remote place on the planet Earth. They got down there, and guess what they found? A beer, beer bottle. bottle. No. Yes. yes. Are you serious? Yep. Yes. A green beer bottle, like a Heineken or a Grolsch or something. <laughs> like, they're literally coming down. It's like 15 feet. Congratulations, Challenger Deep. And there's a beer bottle. Oh, my God. <laughs> it got there before we did. <laughs> Those, those Germans, they'll pop up anywhere. Is that crazy? That's, it's like sad and crazy at the same time because I'm like, we're ruined. We've littered everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, everywhere. Uh, That's a proud day for beer so bottles. great, yeah. It's like the Neil Armstrong of beer bottles. Yeah. How deep is this ocean? He's <laughs> just like, still going. I'm still, I'm still going. I'm still falling. Did <laughs> you imagine that? You're like, I love it. There's something shining down there. What is that? What right? is that? Oh, it's a Heineken. It's buried treasure. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what if there'd been a note in it? <laughs> that would change everything. It's a send more Heineken. Whatever it said, whatever that note said, that's what I'm believing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh. It's all the way at the bottom. Yep. We don't know what kind of beer it was, do we? No, it was green. What a what a great marketing tool that could be. Oh, no like, kidding. That's, that's our beer bottle. Good thing. Challenger Deep. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Good hour. Uh- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 